0: Hi, and welcome, everyone, to another week with your hosts, Mordecai Weinberger and Harav Nissen. I would just like to apologize to everyone that I've lost my voice a little. So if I sound a little different, it is still me, and we'll be having, of course, Harav Nissen helping out a lot. The number to call up to ask your question is 718-683-5858, 718-683-5858. And right now, we would like to go ahead and take our first caller, Mrs. Z Hello, hello, yes, hi, you're on with mortify
1: yes. okay, um, first, I want to tell you, thank you so much for uh, missing about last week when he spoke about the name i- I called him last last year I had an issue with the name. he gave me a very good idea. I have a, I have a, my son's name is Matche. So he gave me, instead of like, we had an issue with the whole, like, the you know, name, he told it, he told me to, um to, to tell him that he's named after Matche So every time now before Purim, he's very excited. Purim is coming, he's named after that. So it's a very, it was a very good idea. What he told me, what I should tell my son, because he was like very hurt about the name, I told him that he's named after that. He's like very, very excited about it. And wow! Thank you so much for everything. Also, the line is such a good line, and I was amazed about the answer.
0: Well, Rav Nisa, what do you say to that?
2: Bo Hashem, you know, really worked, Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem. Baruch Hashem. Small, small advice from a small man.
1: Yeah, really, it really helped. He's like so proud every year when it comes under. He's like happy that he's named after that. No more issue, no more crying about his name, and he's like so proud that his name's already matzah pazi and. That's it. It's like close discussion about names, and it's like really a big help. Thank you so wow. much.
0: Wow. You're welcome. I just want to announce just one more time for people to call up to ask a question. The number is 718-683-5858, 718-683-5858. And we look forward to taking your questions or your comments. Again, just apologizing for my voice is a little off. And Merit Hashem. will have a refusher layman. We'll be right back in the next day or two. So, again, looking forward to taking your questions and your comments. So what was the question that you would like to share? Thank you for sharing the advice that I was This is what I wanted ago. to
1: share, that I wanted to tell him thank you. was, like, really a big help. He, gave, he spoke to me last year about it, and now, now again, like, when it comes to him, he's, like, so excited that he's named after that. And it's, like, much, he's calmer that he's, like, no issue with it. Like, we have, like, fight with the name, and now it's, like, closed, That he's named after that, so it's, like, a big help what he gave me. So it's a bit of weird what he told me now. That it's like a very good help, and I want, t- I want to I want to I want to thank him very much, and I want to thank the line also. And thank you. Good night. Thank a, you. Yeah. Okay. Thank you.
0: Excellent. I really appreciate that. And hmm. we are going to our next caller with the last, um, uh, Mr. A.
3: Hi. Good evening. Good evening. I would like to wish you Adafio Shalima for your voice. Um, I would like to comment I took um, several of your workshops and one of them was the parenting workshop and I really gained a lot of it but I wasn't able to follow step by step but I got a a lot of tips and, and, and tools of it. One of them was that you put a lot of focus on it that by to that the children should know that the parents love them, you actually have to tell it to them. I love you. So since then I try almost every day, at least one time to say to my kid, I love you and it was interesting today by supper I asked my seven year old, Do you know that I love you? So he said yes so I asked him, how, how do you know? Of course, you are telling me all the time that. So wow. it was really a good... It's like well,
0: have what very you true. That is very, very true. That when you speak to kids and you ask them, do you love me? Do you know mommy and daddy love you? When you say it over and over, they usually say, of course. You tell it to me all the time. And we speak to people... The kids, where the parents will do anything, spend all the money, buy them anything they need, fly them anywhere, but they don't say the words, I love you, a hug, a kiss. physical and saying the words, the brain doubts it. It's just how the brain works. Yes.
3: And so I would like to thank you for that. And as well, I took your um, family prefer- the personality disorders workshop. Uh, and the first part, till workshop eight and nine, I wasn't able so much to relate to that because I did not grow up in a personality disorder home, but for the last two workshops where you explained the DBT skills was worth all the money, and I and I already used some of them. One of them was um, being effective, um, effective versus being right, where I once yes. said that somebody hurt me, and I had the urge to yell at him, but I was able to to stop myself, is this effective? The answer was, of course, no, so I was able to help myself back, and then in a calm moment to straighten it out, so I would like to thank you for that also.
0: You're very welcome. I'd actually like to share with people with what you're saying, the first concept about hearing it, shouldn't we know it? I recently someone recommended that I try a virtual reality um, game, and for those of you that don't know what virtual reality is, you put on a mask I uh, sort say over your eyes, and you see you feel like you're in the actual place. so it's you you can feel like you're in a big, huge room. Uh, there's one of those games that they have that you walk on a little piece of wood let's say a two-by-four, it's two inches off the ground, nothing, right? And it's about three feet, four feet long, but on your eyes you're wearing a view as if you're walking between two buildings about 100, feet flo- 100 stories high. And it's amazing how hard it is to walk on that wood. You generally need someone to hold your hand. And then... They have at the end if you're brave enough are you willing to jump off it and as you jump and you look down you see the way you're getting closer and closer and closer to the ground as you know cause you see that you're an inch off the ground before you put on those goggles but after you're on it and you're watching yourself walk and you're looking down the height you feel like you're losing balance and you're petrified and you saw other people scream But me, myself, it was really difficult. means once or twice I needed the guy to hold on for a second. But then when it came to jump, I felt it even more. And when I'm looking down, like, you see the way you're getting closer and closer? And the last second, like, your heart skips a beat. So logically, I know it's not real. Realistically, I know it's not real. I'm even standing on the solid floor, and I know the view it's changing, coming up, and yet my body reacted. I had a hard time walking on a thing that I could do practically with my eyes closed and feeling as if we're being oh, jumping down a 100 stories. My heart was pumping quicker, and that last second I felt that real, oh, that's just how it goes. Can we recognize people could know our parents love us, People could know someone cares about us, but hearing the words, I love you, hearing the words, you are special, hearing the words, I am proud of you, those, there is no substitute to actually seeing it, hearing it, feeling it, and tasting it. So, again, I'm just validating with what you're saying. This was a recent experience that I had with an expensive equipment, a virtual reality, and it's amazing what it felt and how real it is.
2: What do you say about this? Well, hi, I took also this trial with the virtual reality. It, it's really amazing. It's something yes. not from this world. Unfortunately, it's take like over in many, many areas. You know, I don't know, talking about, you can talk about all show about virtual reality, reality especially what happened in the Far East with all this gadget. But, uh, it's amazing. It's take over our brain. And I, I really, uh, happy that you add to the words that giving a kiss, giving an hug, you know, even just on a forehead, on a head, give us you a know, I love you. with it just, you know, patting a shoulder? This, the kids feeling it. We need, they need it and we need it. And this is a very, very important point. And we're yeah. talking about it so many times, you know, we found kids that they lack of love. And even the parents will say that, oh, I buy them, I give you, I gave them what they want. Without this final, you know, the macabre patish, the final yeah. touch is not worth nothing.
0: Yes. And, and I just want to tell everyone whoever's just tuning in, I appreciate the comments. Everyone's calling up, sharing messages. And I'm just apologizing that my voice it's horse, and um, we're still doing this program, cause it means so much to me.
2: I appreciate it so very you. much.
0: Yes, I, 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 appreciate being on with you, Rav Nissen. So, I, that's the end. And thank you. For okay, the thank you, and for Rav Nissen.
2: Thank you very much. And we'll go direct now to, uh, Miss, uh, Miss B.
0: Miss B. Hi, you're on with Mordechai yeah. and Rav Nissen.
4: Hi, Rav, Mordechai and Rav Nissen. Thank you so much for taking my call. Um, I want to start by telling you that, you know, you're aware how many thousands of people you're impacting, and you don't know the tens of thousands of people you're impacting. And you can't even imagine the hundreds of thousands of people you're impacting with the descendants and the future generations of cholesterol and it's such a tremendous dichot, and you deserve every single part of that, so
5: kudos to you. Thank you. Thank you so okay. much.
2: Wow, thank you very much. And again, I tell you, I just am so proud about our children, the youngsters, unbelievable. Thank you very much.
5: <sighs> thank yes, you. Okay. I,
0: I'm really honored. I, I'm just speechless. It, <sighs> it means a lot to me if I think in terms of just reaching one person and impacting one person. When I think about that, that's huge. So if I sometimes think a thousand or more, that's... Real, real big numbers. Thank you.
4: Yeah, definitely. It's, it's really, really incredible. Um, and, and it takes a lot to be able to earn such a zikhus. And we're recognizing that. So thank wow, you. Well,
0: thank you for that. Do you have a question okay. as well?
4: Yes, yes. Um, I have a question. I know that you like background first, you like a question first and then background. But I yeah, can't thank really you. express, I can't really express the question so well without saying a quick background so i'm just going to say that i have a friend if i have a friend who apologizes excessively like five times for one thing and then at the end of the whole conversation she'll apologize again and i know whether it's coming from a place of insecurity or a place of i don't know doubt it's not healthy and i want to know as a friend First of all, what's what's my place? Like, am I supposed to help her? Am I, like, what's not going to help her? What I shouldn't do, and yeah, basically that's it. Like, how I could help her and and look at it, and also prevent it from from going into my own my own mindset. Like, when I apologize to someone, to not keep on apologizing.
0: Harv, can you help out over here? I think we discussed this a lot, so. Her question is again she has a friend which apologizes for everything she does and it's affecting her a little how does she get her to stop and what does she do for herself not to doubt herself all the time
2: you know this <clears throat> uh, wow. uh, this is something that we always i, I would say that uh, first of all uh you you have to tell your friends enough it's enough you know I just, uh i'm not I don't have i I'm, I'm not McPida on you. And I just... I, it's not bothering me. It just... Don't think... We are friends. That's why we are here. And uh, this is very simple, I think, that... Uh, and, you know, sometimes... Sometimes people thinking uh and tell your friend also ask her uh, if she if you' studying you know maybe you do something opposite you know every time that she will speak with her said oh i'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, see how she feeling about it, and I think this is the thing that very i think I would say that uh try to think uh to show her that it's it's not necessary this is my opinion okay,
0: okay what do you say to that
4: um So I was thinking that the more reassurance I would give her that, like, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine, the less she's going to believe me because it's still coming from a place of doubting. So I was thinking it's harmful to keep reassuring her.
0: That's right. Very well said. Which means sometimes you're feeding the illness. Right. Now, do you think she's fishing for compliments? I'm um, so sorry I did this, I really didn't mean you go, no, you're such a nice person, no, you don't have to apologize. No, it's well, more like, it's I'm more a, like, I'm,
4: no, it's more like if I'm talking to her and I'll pause for a second and then she'll start talking, like she'll consider that interrupting and then she'll apologize for the next minute how she interrupted me.
0: Alright, so there are several levels. The biggest issue that we always say is that it's very difficult for you to be your friend's therapist to teach them a new way of speaking. Right. So can you be aware that that's not your job?
4: Yes. One of my questions.
0: Great. Step two is what what would happen if you would tell her, do you know when we speak and you mention so many times how you're sorry and sorry and sorry, it's very hurtful to me. It's hard for me to hear it. Can you try with me without apologizing?
4: Yeah, I think I've done that in the past, but not as confident. So I think I can do that again. Yeah, definitely.
0: Right. And what do you think would happen if you could tell her, look, when you do it, I'm just going to put my fingers in my ear sometimes because it's too much already.
4: Um, I feel like I should humor it a little more than that. I think that's really-
0: Serious. Say that I ought to do what?
4: I feel like I should humor it a little more than.
0: Sure. Excellent. Yeah.
4: Okay. Fine. Amazing. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it.
0: Yeah, and I want you to realize, and for everyone listening, that when you apologize many times, it's very painful for the listener. How do you think it feels if I go... Oh, I really know what I'm saying. I don't know what I'm saying. I don't say I'm so sorry that I said this. I shouldn't have said this. Did I say this? Oh, I'm sorry I did that. How does it sound like to the listener? Now to me I might feel good this way of apologizing for myself or I'm excusing myself for not knowing something. On the other hand, to the person listening, it's it's not healthy. So to right. realize if you speak that way Stop. It's not healthy. It doesn't make you look like an univ. It doesn't make people wanting to speak to you just the opposite. It makes it harder.
4: Great. Okay. Fine. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it.
0: Sure. You're welcome.
4: Have a good night.
0: Amen. It's quite interesting. i got two little questions from this, and I would like to address. One asks, what would you say to this from Do you tell your son-in-law and daughter-in-law that you love them?
2: Uh, You know what? I said yes.
0: I understand why you're saying yes. And what I was going to say was you could, yes, I agree. Or if you don't say it, because let's say it's a mother-in-law to a son-in-law or a father-in-law to a daughter-in-law, you could say the words, I'm so proud of you, or I'm so happy you're in the family. I'm so impressed with how well you're treating your kids you could compliment them in other ways. You don't have to use the words "I love you," but definitely say it to your son. Yes, yes. If you're the mother-in-law, you could say it to your daughter-in-law, and if you're a father-in-law, you can say it to your son-in-law.
2: Yes, and you know a good words is always good.
0: That's right. Uh,
2: yeah. Always good to say a <laughs> good word. This is the yeah. best thing.
0: So true. And again, reminding everyone of the number you can call up: seven one eight. Six eight three five eight five
2: eight seven
6: one eight six eight three five eight five eight. And we go. And
0: we are going to Mr. M. Mr. M. Yeah, uh, get in the mouth here. I
6: get the shovel. Welcome. I'm from all the way from Israel. Uh, before wow. Before my comments, I just wanted to uh, as a little intro. Um, a good friend of mine once told me that twice a year he goes around collecting. And the reason why he does that is because he always wanted to know what it feels like to be on the other side. So if a collector comes over to him by davening, what would be, what would be proper etiquette? Either to make believe he's davening, so the collector just pass by, even if he doesn't have anything, what's the right thing just to show him I don't have? So he decided to do that twice a year goes around collecting in order for him to feel and to know what the right response would be. Wow. Or, you know, when, when he's on the giving side.
0: So, wow, so is, the reason is why I'm special. telling you that yes.
6: re- is because I've been listening to your show for a couple of years. I've even had the fear to host some shows with you.
0: That's why I wanted to I share never... that we do our Yiddish Kalavasa program together.
6: That's right. But I never knew what it feels like to be a caller. So I'm waiting uh-huh. on the line. I'm calling in. And I could tell you that even though I've done this many times with you, I, I, I have the trepidation and a little bit of the palpitation, knowing that I'm going to be the next caller. So I just wow. want to tell you that I know a little bit what it feels like to be on the other side.
0: Wow. Well, so what do you say to but, that? I think I need to call up a couple of programs. <laughs>
6: I have to give Rav a lot of credit also, because I know a little bit of what goes on, a little bit of behind the scenes as well. So doing it on a weekly basis, time-consuming, and a lot of work. And, a lot of, uh, and I yeah. would like
0: to tell you that our Kolmavatsar Yiddish you know, questions and answers doesn't get close to the amount of work and time that Rav Nissen puts into what happens on the J-Root radio. I I, I've seen this, and I've seen other ones, and it's amazing what he puts, and the time, the effort, but logistics of what's happening is amazing.
6: Yes, 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 I know. Just one end with one um, very nice quote that I just would like to share. May I ask, like
0: what's the share. honor that we have you? We are in to right now. What's the
3: honor of you calling in, my friend? I'm we calling call in you.
6: In. <laughs> I heard you you're you're having some problems with your voice, so I'm sure you got a lot of texts. attacks checking. So I'm still adjusting to the to the difference in time. So I couldn't sleep. I said, I wonder if Mark is doing a show. Let me know what it feels like to call in. Yeah. So here I am. And so I wanna tell you now as a caller, I wanna thank you for all the hard work that you do. I it, you know, it can be typically to be about four hours of your time. And um I know it's, to me, even spending one hour on the Monterey shabbos, sometimes it's time-consuming because it's a half hour before and maybe in a half hour afterwards as well. So I'm sure that even gives you a lot of that credit, but I'm giving it to you firsthand as well.
0: Thank you. Thank you. You're very, Beautiful.
6: very welcome. I just want to end up with a nice quote I just saw from Rabbi Noah Weinberg, and I think Please. it's a very good way of, of thinking of things because a lot of times people are afraid to take the first step to do something because they might make a mistake. So he has a famous quote that he says like this, people often avoid making decisions out of fear of making a mistake. Actually, the failure to make decisions is one of life's biggest mistakes.
5: Uh,
0: Could you say it again? He
6: says, people avoid making decisions out of fear of making a mistake, which is natural. Actually, the failure to make the decision is one of life's biggest mistakes.
0: Wow. So people
6: that are very, very successful all say they made a lot of mistakes. Right? Yeah.
3: At least, uh, you know. Right. Beautiful. Thank you. Yeah.
0: And we Thank would like to much share much. with everyone the number to call up is 718-683-5858. 718 683 5858. And it is such a pleasure to have you, Ramayisha. Call up from our Yisrael.
2: We will ask you, Ramayisha, who is already yes. there, you are in Israel now. Pray for us. For oh, our, beautiful. Pray for us for Jerud Radio, for Allah. I'm the today, and uh, everybody's praying. Amen. Amen. Thank you.
6: A mother, a mother, never forget.
2: Yeah, I'll it again. Thank you very much. Yes. We'll continue with Mr. L.
5: Mr. L.
2: One sec. Mr. L. Yes, yeah, laser. Yeah, laser. How are you? Yeah, the, the Rab Mordecai is waiting for your yes. question.
0: Shalom aleichem. A comment
5: or yes. a question. I just want to ask you, what's a certain danger? I work in a job, and my boss doesn't look at the appropriate move here. You know what I mean? Do I want to ignore him or just do the job? So can you share with me
0: again, you're in a job where...
5: My, where I work, yeah, you know, my boss says that probably appropriate move here. I don't want to say, you know, I don't want to say it. You know what I mean? And I'm allowed to ignore him or just keep doing my job?
0: Um, I, I, yeah, I, I, let me reason. interrupt
2: Laser. you know that you have to ignore and you're a big boy and you know that take over and sometimes people teasing you just ignore it and you're strong enough and smart enough to know uh, you know to know how to continue okay I, yeah I try I do it all
5: the time another thing is I want to tell you more Hashem yeah. give me a gift, a, a gift for this to help call you so, you know, we need this, and you're the one, you just try your best you need. You gotta help that call you and I should give, it to, give it to every person a different gift in this room. Wow, thank you.
0: And I shall wow. give us,
5: you should do this to all you. Let me ask you something. Um,
0: what can you do to value your job even when people give you comments, like the boss gives you comments? Like you just gave me physic.
5: Well, the moment is I, I I tell my boss. I usually tell my down few, and I, I know he likes when I tell him that.
0: Beautiful. So when your boss is mean to you or makes comments to you, like Reb said, ignore it. And like you say, you daven for wow, and you're giving chizik, You give me chizuk.
5: Yeah. You know, like you think life is always easy, but we our kaddish boss put us down in this world. To do one thing, to work on ourselves, even it's not easy. That's that's what Hashem wants us to do sometimes.
0: Wow, that is so strong. Yeah,
5: thank you for that. Care, thank you. Have a good you. night. We should be blessed 120 years.
2: Amen. 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 You know, Laser Diamond is one of one of a kind. Very great fan of the the radio, and gotcha. we all. am Israel. Thank you, Laser.
5: Thank you very much. Right.
2: Have a good night. Good night. Thank you. And we'll go to uh, Mrs. L.
0: Yes.
5: Hello.
2: Welcome.
5: Hello. Mrs. L. Hello. Hello.
2: Yeah, Mrs. Yeah. L. Yes. Oh.
7: Um, I have a technical question, but I want to thank you for your line. I really appreciate it, and I gain tremendously. You're all?
0: so welcome for that. Thank you. Okay, I appreciate my question that. is. Yeah.
7: My question is, what is an MSW? What's the difference of an MSW and an what's the position of it basically? And uh MSW.
0: So when a social worker graduates college, they get a degree called Masters Social Worker. That's an MSW. Now, there are many states in the United States that require you to get a licensing exam before you practice as a social worker. And there they make sure that you know the laws, the HIPAA laws. They make sure you know the reporting laws. They make sure you know the laws of confidentiality. They make sure your many of the basic rules, especially diagnosis, And some of the olive based stuff, each state wants to make sure that you know their laws and that you're really prepared. You didn't fool your way through college. It's not a very hard test, but it's a test that will make sure that you know your information. Many people fail it, and it's not a sign that they don't know it. It's just a lot, a lot of questions. And you review it, you take it once or twice. So when you get after you graduate you take this licensing exam then and you pass it you get a title LMSW licensed master social worker now you have the opportunity to work in an agency or work in a place and you have a minimum amount of hours that you must work from that time for when you pass till the next three years which is about, I think it's 3,000 hours that you need to have clinical work. And after you have 3,000 hours of clinical work, then you're able to take another exam. And that's after you have, and I need to clarify, you have clinical hours of work, also of supervision by a licensed clinical social worker, After three years of meeting this criteria and your supervision, you're now eligible to take another state exam. And each state has their exams. And it's a harder exam. And making sure you're aware of now what your responsibilities are with an LCSW. And once you pass that exam, you have the title LCSW And the earliest that you can do that is after three years, and you know if someone's an LCSW, they have experience and supervision. Does that make sense?
7: It makes sense. I'm just wondering. I'm using a therapist with um, insurance, a medicated therapist. She's actually great, but I just checked it up and I saw her license. She doesn't even have an actual license. It's just an MSW. I was wondering how someone that is not licensed to work for Medicaid. Does that work that well, way? It's
0: possible. That it is great. I wasn't,
7: I wasn't going to change, but I think she's, adult, uh, she's really doing a great job. I really gained a lot from it. But I'm just wondering. Well,
0: first of all, there are, there are different levels of what people do in therapy. Now, generally, when someone is not a licensed social worker or a licensed mental health counselor or a licensed psychologist, they need to tell it to you when they meet you. That means I still remember. I cannot remember what
7: you said by the first session because I was really not there. I was there but not there. so. So I
0: remember when I did my intern, I had to sit down with the people that I worked with saying, I need you to realize I'm an intern. And if you have any issues with seeing an intern, please tell it to me. And if you have any issues later on, you can tell it to me as well. We'll deal with it. And they told me, oh, we get interns every year. So I'm okay with it. I'm glad that I'm actually able to get an intern because most of the people don't even get interns. So I ran a lot of groups, and I saw a few clients one-on-one. So that's very possible that she's an intern. She's not even an MSW. She could be a student, and then you know, you don't even have a MSW, that's what I know. MSW means they have a master's. And when you're a student, you don't have your master's yet. You're in school.
7: She does have her master's already. That's what I'm sure.
0: Okay. So it could still be that okay. from when she got her master's, till she took her licensing exam, sometimes you can get a probate, which is like a temporary position to work while you're ch- taking your license, you know, till you're going to take it. Ah. But realize it might also be that the insurance is not billing for your sessions. So sometimes people can have coaches, certain agencies can have them, and they're supervised by a social worker. Many of the agencies that we have, like where people call up those phone services or phone lines, the physic lines, they're ga- they're manned by volunteers, but they were trained in the basic chizik, that they give but the minute it gets too much they have a social worker to supervise them so I don't know what agency you're going to if they're actually billing your insurance or if they have people that are volunteering their time or if no, they are no, able they to do the temporary okay, just wondering. license of their supervisor okay. okay thank you you're very welcome
2: thank you very much and we'll yeah. go to uh, Mrs., Mrs., uh, one second, Mrs. L.
0: Mrs. L. And also, for those who would like to call, the number is 718-683-5858, 718-683-5858. Mrs. L? Hello? One more time, Mrs. L. Yes, welcome. Do you hear me? Loud and clear, Bar Hashem.
8: Okay. First of all, I'd like to thank you for this line with Bennett and lot from it. And I you want to tell so you, I'm okay. sorry for your voice problem.
0: Thank you. Okay. Um, and I have another issue that I'm speaking in two days for a great please. organization, and I, um, I need to have my voice
5: wow. back. So
0: between you better take program, care of yourself.
8: Drink a lot of hot tea.
0: That's exactly. I've had two hot teas while we're doing this program, and currently I just stepped out of where I'm doing it to fill up okay. another cup. So
8: we are working Be on good.
0: that. And I'm also taking some natural stuff for that. Uh-huh. So I hope that's... Alright, another sender of
8: you. I really appreciate
0: everyone's messages of caring. Okay, it, now, now for very my question. Yeah. Okay,
8: thank you. Uh, my question um, on the concept you spoke about, in one of the lines, I don't remember which number it was, speaking about um, seeing, mirroring um, problems in somebody else that you really have in yourself. When you see something in somebody else, you really have it in yourself, yes, right? Yes, it's
0: called projection. Projection. And in Yiddishkeit, the Gemara calls it cold, apo- cold apostle, the momo apostle. Whoever okay. sees a soul, you see a weakness of someone else. It's their nice. own weakness that they are seeing. So okay. the Gemara gives an example that if someone goes around, especially a Kayin, it's talking about a kayan and says, this person is a Mamzer, mm-hmm. then you should be by his Kizikus and see where he is. And the Gemara says it's actually what happened. So the Gemara says, of the soul. And says there was a person who was going around calling certain Gaihan and Mam Zayrim, questions that they could do do their Avaida in the Beis Hamikdash. Wow. They were baidik, and it ended up being that they're the ones from not such a good yichus. Wow, wow. So this is the gemara, Basically. so it's really a gemara. Okay, of so this then,
8: concept, then my question is, when in fact you're seeing somebody with a fault, whatever it is, and in fact you're harboring it in your own self, how do all these tools come in, like like uh, um, the
5: uh,
8: boundaries and and uh, the other tools you gave, like?
0: Uh, Excellent question. Yeah. So let's let's your question to highlight what a great question it is. And Rabinson, I'd like to even hear what you think. This is a fantastic question. Her question is, if we know that what we're seeing in others is what's going on by us, but. If, let's say, you're interacting with a negative person or a painful person, does that mean you're negative negative and that person really has that problem? Right. That's my question. Right. So, what would you say to this?
2: You know, first of all, it's uh, beautiful to see the person just judging himself. You know, he's always talking about the mirror yeah. effect. Right. Yeah. Look, look at the other, look at the other people like as yourself, and trying to see if you can do it. And I, I think that it's a very, very good point to all of us to learn how to behave. And as we say, This is what the mother has said about the Gemara. If somebody judged other people, he's basically judge himself. Yeah, and where,
8: does, where does assertiveness come in, and all the things he's supposed to do, when in fact you're alone? Have so, that's right. so, why would I be assertive to somebody if really they should be assertive to me?
2: Okay, so yes. th- that's, that's the thing that's really uh, giving us the chizuk and to see that we are not going to do exactly what the other person. Basically, that's what, giving us the mirror to check ourselves if we are doing in this right or wrong.
0: That's
2: one
8: side of the point.
0: The other side of the, side what, of the Re- point Hold on, hold on. Let's, Wait, let's just understand. this is said an amazing point. When, since I've gone back to college for psychology, this is one of the important lessons that they are discussing. or listen just said. That is, we're going to be meeting people of different cultures that think differently than us. The first step of remaining, of being healthy, and to realize, is that person a problem or not? Is it diagnosis or not? Is it depression or not? Maybe it's the way their culture is, is when you question yourself. When you start looking at yourself, wait, am I someone that's depressed? Am I judging based on what I think depression is? Am I following the criteria? Am I taking their culture into account? Questioning yourself is the first step to getting out of projection. means projection is I am sure that person is bad. I'm sure that person is someone that doesn't dominate. So then, when you start questioning yourself, that's what Abnissan was saying, you're already a step ahead. You already, this is already part of it. If you notice yourself doing it, then you're going to start changing yourself. So being self-aware is the first step to avoid projection or to getting out of projection, even if you do it.
8: Right. That, that, that was very good. But then the second question, the second step, what happens if somebody is, Overstepping their boundaries and or my boundaries say, and I need to do things about it. So, where do I draw the line? Maybe they have to do it to me.
0: Excellent. So, let me help you out the next place. And that is when people, let me first, before we go into that second part, let's just state the answer. What I would like to give the answer, the difference when it's projection or when the person has an issue, is very simple. When you look at Eight out of ten people, do you see that they're angry or depressed? Do you see that they don't know how to get along with people? If it's whenever you interact with a negative person that you feel that way or you think that way, then you know it's that person's issue. Mm-hmm. When you have it with most of the world, then you know it's your issue. Right. Going back to that case that the Gemara brings down of this Kayan questioning other Kayanim, oh, your mishpach, your ichis isn't kosher. Mm -hmm. Since he was doing it to so many, Mm they said, let's check him. Projection is what we're doing to most people. So unfortunately, I know people that go around saying, oh, this type of Kehillah and Klay they're liars. They're Mm -hmm. cheats. They're this, they're that. And when you start talking about Kehillah and Klay Yisroh, then you know what's going on by him. Uh-huh. Or her, whoever it should be
8: So there so is such a thing that, that's, that you see something in somebody else And you don't have it, that's what you're saying, right? When it's no. only like one out again. of ten
0: When you see most When you see someone's problem In most people
8: No, in one person. When you
0: start seeing Chas and People say, oh, Rabbanim are in it for the money right, now, right. We know how they're struggling to pay bills Most of them They're donating their time And people do that People judge others. They start right. saying this person isn't sick. They're blaming. They just want attention. And then they start saying, and this brother-in-law, sister-in-law, they don't need att- They don't need this. They just want attention. You start hearing them use the words. This one needs attention.
8: What you're All saying, the bottom line, saying, is that it's not always is taking true. Everyone away
0: things from me wherever I go. This person doesn't give me respect. That person is busy taking away, it was my right, I should have had this. Wherever they're going, they're seeing that they have to defend their rights. Then you know that they have no rights on their inside. But if it's just once or a certain person, then you know that it's that person and not you.
8: And that's not, that, that mean, meaning it doesn't always reflect in you. It's only when it's, uh, when right. it's more Projection than one. That's rejection
0: is not always. Okay. Let's say you're dealing with a certain family where three of the children were all raised by a certain unhealthy environment. Then it's not you that's the problem because you're acting to those three people. Uh It's when you're acting with those three people that have that we're raised in a certain way. But when you're interacting with a hundred other people, you get along great.
8: Right. So this is what I want to know. It's not always the thing. It's it's just
0: no could be absolutely not. Right. That's right.
8: And I have my answer. Thank you very much.
0: You're welcome. Have a good night. Thank you so much. Yes.
2: Go to another an L for those that would like is seven one eight six eight three fifty eight fifty eight seven one eight six eight three five eight
0: five eight. And go to Miss L. Wow, Miss L, we've got a couple of L's in yes. a row. Yeah. Welcome.
2: Miss L? Hello? Yes.
1: Okay, I have a personal question. Hello? Sure, go ahead. Okay, um, we all we all know you, and you're very popular and busy, so I want to know how you make time for your own family.
2: Excellent question.
0: Oh, so I will share with you, talking about the virtual reality, my son is in yeshiva, in Massif, the ninth grade, where they never get a day off, because that's what yeshivas have. But he has twice a winter, let's say called an off Shabbos. So this Sunday was at Off Shabbos, It it was that time, and I made sure to spend the entire day with him to take him out. And after this program, one of my daughters told me she has a play and she has to print out a certain paper. And right after this, I'm going to be sitting with my kids and doing that. And I make sure that at least once a week I spend time with them. We have supper at least twice a week. I try to be home and have supper with them, and then I do other stuff. So I might not be a father that would spend four or five hours with my kids or say an entire Sunday where I spend with them, but I do make sure to spend every day time with the kids. I shouldn't say every day is a stroll. Most days of the week, as well as Shabbos, I spend a lot of time. And I am involved. I speak to each kid. What's going on in your home? And with school, let's say, what's going on with your friends? And then when we're home, I try to be active in their work. So i try to do a little homework. I'll try to practice with one kid a little bit before a test. Let's practice the spelling words. With my son more, let's say, Shabbos, I try learning a different masechah with him other than the yeshiva. So I try to, And I don't say, unfortunately, that I give each of my kids a lot of time. But I make sure to give them time, and I try to be there at the time when I give it with them. So they know they need me, they know they can call me, and they always know they are number one, and I would stop anything that I do for them. So I definitely make sure that each of them should feel close, and I give my Rebbe to my Aisha's Kyle a lot of credit. She spends a tremendous amount of time with them. And because I do spend so much time working and always programs at night and workshops, there are just so many things going on and different people with different different stuff going on that my wife, I made sure she should not be working and to spend time with the home for the balance. I would also like to remind everyone the number to call up is 718-683-5858. 718-683-5858. 718-683-5858 and we look forward to taking your questions and your comments. <laughs> Thank you answering my
2: answer question? Your question. Hello. Hello. Yes, I don't know. She Disconnect and I don't know.
0: Yes. Okay.
2: I, I want to well, say that you know, really pre- yeah. appreciate our families about it. It's not simple, you know, our, our children and our wives. It's amazing. It's not. It's not simple and. I really appreciate many, many wives and many children of rabbis and community leaders that suffer a lot with the, the missing the, the parents over there. And it's yeah. something that really I uh, have to take in consideration. People don't believe it, but you know, I know, I know myself that I spoke for a few rabbis in Israel, for example, you know, all this Mikubalim, uh, Rabbi Abu uh, and Rabbi uh, Kanevsky that they don't have night, day and night, nothing, you know. And I asked yeah. them, how are you doing it? I said, Klai Israel needs us. And this is something really amazing.
0: So, so, so true. It is so important to be able to do that and to give it Klai needs. And at the same time to find the balance. Yeah. and And they do it. Many times they do it. Sometimes it's hard, but they do it.
2: We'll go to Mrs. D.
0: Mrs. D, hi, thank you for calling up. Hello? Yes, welcome. Yes,
9: hi, good evening. First of all, thank you so much.
0: Yes, you're welcome.
9: Um, It was interesting, I heard you talking before to a lady, you were explaining her the difference between LMSW and LCSW. Yes. Yes. Um, I wanted to know what would make somebody be an LMSW for fifteen years and not get an L C S
0: W. Very simple. Needing time to take a test. Studying for it. They're getting a job with our LMSW and that's just a simple one. They didn't they don't have the time to study for it.
9: Uh-huh. But they could be just as good, like they're missing something if they don't have the same. Well, again,
0: we don't know. We have no idea if they actually, if they have supervision.
9: They are working in, um, I'm talking about somebody specifically that I know. And she works like in one of those healthcare care um, facilities.
3: Yes, yes.
9: And she's there like for 50 years and she's only in LMSW. I was wondering yes, like, and why Generally,
0: those places have the best level. Like, those are. those That is the that is the place where you get your interns. You get your hours.
9: Right, but she's working there for 15 years.
0: By the way, someone asked me where's the Gemara of Kol Apostle It's the Gemara of Mesachthas Kedushin, Daf Ayan Ahmed Beiz. That is the Gemara for piso. That's the exact words, actually.
9: Yeah, I like that one. It was very nice what you explained to the woman. It was n- nice to hear the difference when you're talking about somebody who's healthy or unhealthy, like you know if it's projection or
0: not. I appreciated yes. that. Thank you. Sure. So again.
2: Okay. So. Uh, thank yeah. you. And we go to uh, Miss, Mrs. G.
0: Mrs. G, welcome to the program.
2: Hello, Mrs. Hello. G. Yeah, hello. Sure, sure, welcome. And just before you
0: start, I'd just like to announce to everyone the number to call up and ask your question is 718 683 5858 718. Six eight three fifty eight fifty eight. Excellent. And
10: Mrs. G, you're on. Yeah. Yeah, hi. Okay. First of all, thank you. I'm really enjoying your programs.
0: Oh, Boston. Um, you. You're welcome.
10: Okay, my question. I hear a lot from you about perfectionism being such a terrible thing today's day and age.
0: Oh yes. Big okay.
10: time. Um so maybe my question is a bit of a how to, but I wonder if you can give me some awareness. Um talking about a three year old girl who's already showing signs of perfectionism. No,
0: stop there. Stop it there. What was uh, the problem with the question? I just want to know if there's anything like... Wait, what's the problem with the question? What? What's the problem with the question already?
10: If it's a how-to, because it's a three-year-old. No,
0: it's a three-year-old. What's the problem with the question? I don't know. Um, We're talking about a three-year-old, and you already want to label her a perfectionist.
10: No, no, no. I'm saying she's so showing signs of being very perfect.
0: Problem. Like buying together. She is things. showing signs. It's age-appropriate. The reason why we don't take questions under the age of eight is almost all the time the answers are it's age-appropriate. It is age-appropriate. Everything's age-appropriate. To be perfectionist, then to be not yeah. perfectionist, then to want to be alone then to not want to be alone, then to be afraid of the dark, then to love the dark, then to help, okay. then to make a mess, then to take out pots, then to not want to see a pot, to be afraid of fire, to like fire, to clean up the toys, then not to clean up the toys. Each of those are appropriate.
10: Okay, good to know that. And, I never know that such that, um, young kids would be so perfectionistic. <laughs>
0: Well, the next question we would ask you is, which one of the parents are a perfectionist?
10: Uh, so both are. Both Excellent. are. My question so was more, how can we make sure to not reinforce that?
0: Excellent. Have the parents go for therapy or speak to guidance every week to a life coach or speak to a and to a Revitzen, how to let go of being a perfectionist. But let's not use the word perfectionist with this girl.
10: Uh-huh.
0: The okay. word perfectionist is nothing. So as we are just discussing, Kolapeisil, Bumumoypsil. Whoever sees a Hassan in others, it's themselves. Someone is seeing anything in a three-year-old kid. Let uh, the know it's And the advice that we would want to recommend to the three-year-old is what we recommend to the adult.
10: Uh, it was actually her teacher who pointed it out to me, which was interesting. Huh?
0: Um,
10: I was just wondering if, like you say, also okay.
0: Yeah, what I'm saying is, let the parents learn how not to be yeah. perfectionists. They won't teach it to the kid.
10: I get that. Okay.
0: Yeah. Alrighty. Thank you. Okay. My 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 pleasure.
2: Okay. Thank you, I, I will go. It
0: sounded a little strong. It's just for me. I have such a strong rachmanes on children when I feel that sometimes they get um, stuck or locked or trapped in a certain way. And what I really feel is that they're so free, and they're really, they're a blank slate. Anything that us the parents change and get healthy will change in them, so they're not even a perfectionist yet. They were taught how to do things slower in a certain way, and we can teach them to do it differently. I can't even use the word perfectionist for a three-year-old.
2: what do you say to that <laughs> yeah no, <laughs> you know, we're speaking so many times about it, you know, just like to tag and again, uh, we say we said according to the previous question, just look at the mirror, <laughs> and especially with three years old,
5: yeah,
2: we'll go to uh mrs l. l again we we have a lot of l tonight.
0: Wow, tonight
2: is L night.
7: Yeah. Great. Mrs. L. Yeah, hi. I'm calling back, actually. I called before with the MSW and... Yes. This ...question. When well, the lady called yeah. to ask why the L, uh, uh, L MSW wouldn't go to get her license clinical social work, and if it means something, I would just have to call back to say that it does not always have to mean something because my therapist, I'm not, could be she does have an lMS I just only checked it online. It could be I. it's just not updated, and I never asked her. So, but all I want to say is that I was actually, I had an not an intake with you, but one of your therapists before a pre-intake. And he actually claimed that I need DBT, which he was right for that point in my life. It was very, I was in a really difficult state. After I spoke to him, I knew I have to work out in a certain extent. And what I was able to do alone, I did try alone, but DVT, I saw I was not going to be able to afford. And I slept until after I had my baby. After I had my baby, my doctor, I asked him if, in regards to specific vitamins. And he said, no, rather go see a therapist. He sent me to a psychiatrist first, actually. And that psychiatrist said there's no diagnosis and no reason for any medication. Well, I can tell you, you can use some help from a therapist. And he, in that center, I met my MSW. And she is doing such an amazing job. There are great, great, great results without her having the LCSW. So we can still have someone with just an MSW or LMSW being great and really helping people. So... Once you're in the process, we just have to go into the process.
0: And then the Bible helps you. Bar HaShem. What a beautiful story. Such a beautiful, beautiful... I love well, the you, ending. I appreciate it. And you're continuing okay. to reinforce by me the belief that if we feel, let's say, it's not what we specialize in or what we do, I love hearing and I love telling people you can what go to an agency. You? And the Rabbani helps. The Rabbani really helps people. Yes, yeah, Mr. So, Oberland so he was actually he was very that. nice and very helpful.
7: And he actually even gave me a phone number that someone that was involved should be able to call him. But I lost my phone the next day. So uh, we never went back to him with feedback, but he was really very nice.
0: Oh, thank thank you. you. That is so nice to hear. Okay, thank you. Yes, you're so welcome. So exactly titles are wonderful and it tells you they know something but you don't know how good they are
2: yeah like everything in life the title can be on the wall friend and the guy That's right. <laughs> all the...
0: you know is that they know information and they pass the test you don't know what's going on in their life you don't know how skilled they are and what they're doing and therefore, you can have people that are not licensed, that have a hush and that are great. And you know they could be great healers. You just don't know if they know all the processes. So therefore, we hope that you can get the best when someone's licensed. The but same thing with the In
7: my case, I do believe that she has all the criteria, so she's working for an agency. She has
0: to be for. Right. Right. It's not like. That's right. So, so it's possible yeah. she doesn't have a need for that. Realize, taking a test, a major state exam, means you're going to be studying four or five months. That's what people study for it. They've got to go to study exams twice a week. Sometimes people do it. And then you got to take the exam, and people, many people don't pass it the first two times. So we're talking about spending eight months of your life thinking about an exam. And many women are happy... If they're able to help people and bring the Parnaso and be a mother and and just be a happy, positive person, that they don't want to spend the hours for the exam. That's what it is. It's a choice. And let's take a step further. Down. What would happen if it's possible this therapist is afraid of an exam even? Therapists are humans. We could be great in areas, and in one area, not so good. I hear you. I wouldn't think so, um, but... Yeah. That's okay. <laughs> Thank you. You got
2: it. Excellent. Thank you. Okay. The so number is seven one eight six eight three five eight five eight. We have quite a few minutes, uh, you know, before the end of the show. And uh, as you know, as we know many times, we see a lot of people that are with a big title. And unfortunately, they're not so good in the profession, I'm not talking about uh, therapists, definitely we have to go... Oh, we could uh, even say a therapist And every single field yes, yes. in this world
0: is going to have people that are good in that, and people that are not good in that, and that is something that we need to realize and there's got to be the Shidduch to trust yourself yes, even therapists, just because people have titles, does not mean that they're good what it means is that they passed the test. What it means is they learned the information, and now you have to see if they're using it the right way.
2: Yes, this is something that uh, we have to always taken consideration. You know that, uh, and our our chachamim tell us. You know that uh, many times, people that know the halakha back and forth and they don't apply it upon themselves. It's like a uh, donkey carry books, and yeah. this is. <laughs> We we see it so many times in our life, okay. unfortunately.
0: The number again to call up is 718-683-5858, 718-683-5858.
2: And Mother, I think I will pass the test.
0: You would do it with pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's interestingly enough that the test is a lot about laws. If someone says something, is it, does it really mean that they're chastishto and want to take their life or not? If they, like, there's a lot of legal issues that they ask to make sure that we know the consequences. So some of it's therapy, or what would you deal with first? Anxiety or depression, what would you treat first? And a lot of it is common sense, but you would have to, let's say, know the diagnosis, which is considered a more worrisome diagnosis that we deal with or policies many times they would have what happens if the agency tells you to do one thing but your instinct is another or clinical is another like they want to make sure that people aren't going to be burying some problems in agencies like we know what people do that years later it comes out so a lot of the tests the states are they want to make sure that we know that we can be held accountable and for what and to make sure that we're going to be helping people and not be afraid or worried about what the agency will give us consequences. It's about doing what's right. So I think you would know that, and I think many people will know that, but that's the point of getting an exam, and you have to pass, and if you don't know enough of them, then the state doesn't feel worthy that you're safe to work with people. They want to make sure you're there to protect the person. And those are a lot of the goals. Like, when people take the permit to drive, Many of the questions are simple ones. The different signs, the different designs of the signs, what they are. How much alcohol are you allowed to drink before you drive? They're not a hard test. You just need to know the information. The licensing exam is similar to that. There's a lot of laws, and they want to make sure we know the laws. And it's not that's focused on therapy. It's not what's the best type of therapy will you use for this diagnosis. There are very few of those questions. There are several, I think it's about a three, four hundred question exam that we take. And most of them are about legal protecting you, the client, making sure that you, the client, gets service, gets you ta- your needs taken care of. And a lot of them is if your client swears you to, to confidentiality, you're not allowed to say something, but they're saying something, which is a legal issue. We're talking about where they can harm themselves or others, that you're going to break that, that, promise to them, and you are actually going to report it, and protect them, and protect others. So I think, Rav you would know it, and I think many people will know it, but a large part of that exam is to make sure that you know that you are now responsible for that.
2: Great. (laughs) That's not my intent, but uh, thank you. Uh, Thank you for the compliment. We have Mrs. Mrs. S. Uh,
0: Mrs. S, hi, you're on... With Mordechai and Nissan.
7: Yeah, hi. Good evening. How are you?
0: You're very welcome, Barcus i doing fantastic.
7: Yeah, the season liner for your boys It's so nice that you're giving the time. Especially you thank, you. thank you. So well. really, really appreciate. And also thank you so much for. for <coughs> everything. and also for yeah. the this line. I've heard it a before, and absolutely, so thank you so much for them too. So I really, I uh, it was really nice. Um, before, somebody was talking also about, like, saying that's a good word. Like, for like you, somebody asked a question, if you say, I love you, for, for a, for a daughter-in-law or a son-in-law. Yes. But I think I love how you answer. Like, saying always a good word, a good word always makes such a big difference. So I really enjoy the answer that. So thank you so much.
0: Yes, you're welcome.
7: Okay, have a wonderful night and feel better. I hope tomorrow your voice will be...
0: Baruch Hashem Yisbarach, Amen. Rav do we go to the last call? Yes,
2: yes. we go to uh, Mrs. N. Mrs. Mrs.
0: N, you're on with Mordechai yes. and Rav Yes. Hello. Yes.
7: Yeah. Thank you for your program. Uh, you can you're welcome. My heart beat and so <laughs> Yes. Yes.
0: Um,
7: okay. So. I've, I have I this question asked for quite a few weeks already. I heard about your book on the programs. I thought I'm for sure wind, and I wanted to ask this question, but I thought I first have to go out and buy the book and read it through. So now I'm all confused as to what I am, but I want, one thing is sure that I have a lot of ideas and, like, well-thought-out ideas of businesses and stuff I want to do, and I just never get around to do it, or I never have the initiative to start it, or, you know, just... So, I'd like to know if there's anything. I know it's it's a how to question, but.
0: That's what I feel like. I'm not even sure what to do with it. Or
7: somewhere like a. a
0: Something. Um, something. I don't know what to recommend. I usually don't recommend books Uh because it just gets complicated. But I'll tell you go to Judaica. Today's day, most of the Judaica, the Judaica means the Jewish stores, the bookstores, where they have the Menorists and the Mezuzas and everything there. They'll have books and go through the self-help section and you'll see there are some very good authors, Yiddish authors, that they have how to start doing mm-hmm. things.
7: Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you.
0: You're welcome.
2: Okay, so. That's simple. Yeah. Very simple. Today's simple questions. Uh okay, we are just uh, finishing the show. Yep. Excellent.
0: Thank you all for calling. Thank
2: you Rabnissen. Thank you for having and feel me on good once
0: again. What a pleasure, what a source.
2: And feel good and you know, Google Mughal, you know, that's yeah. good for the voice.
0: Yes, thank you.
2: <laughs> okay, so we have we'll a wonderful evening everyone say to our listeners lot, huh? good night. Thank you. Yes, and certainly. All the
3: best. Yep, be, be well will.